Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. So yesterday, uh, they made some really cute pancakes for me and um, keto, of course, you know, just had to th- th- put that out there. Uh, keto pancakes are not the same, you know, as regular pancakes, but they're, they're low carb, so it works. Um, but I'm just super, super honored that you would spend your Mother's Day with us here at Somos. Uh, we want to let you know that we have been praying for all you beautiful mamas, and I loved what Joss said during worship, because honestly, as I was, you know, getting ready, and we were putting the balloons up, and making the little gifts, and figuring out all the details for today, I was truly praying for for those of us that maybe we have lost a mom, and today is is a hard day, or maybe you're going through, in Jesus' name it'll stay, (laughs) a dry eye situation here, but um, maybe you've lost a mom, or Maybe you're going through an infertility journey, or maybe um, today's a hard day for whatever reason, and today I just want to tell you that we have been thinking about you, and we have been praying for you, and we want to stand with you and lift up your arms and let you know that you have a church community that loves you, but more than anything, that you have your Heavenly Father who wants to stand in the gap, who wants to fill maybe that void that today you may be feeling. And so we honor all the mamas, but we also are thinking about those that today um, is a hard day. So before I jump into the message, I just want to pray and um, we'll get right to it. Father God, I thank you so much for this moment. I honor you. I thank you, God that this moment was on your heart, God. I pray that you would speak through me, that you would do what only you can do through this message. Open up our hearts to receive. There's some of us that maybe we're thinking about other things. I pray that in this moment, we would just put it to the side. We're open to what you wanna speak. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Awesome. So we are in a series called Holy Spirit Activate. Come on, Holy Spirit Activate. Okay, I'm not going to dance for you. <laughs> uh, so I want to share with you guys a little story. Um, I, I love basketball. Um, I played basketball growing up. And, um, you know, uh, when I first started dating Sergio, he, like, challenged me on a one-on-one. And I think I schooled you, right? <laughs> okay, next week is his week. But anyways, um, you know, so I, I love playing basketball. And um, growing up, I remember one day my dad came home and he's like, hey, um, I got this like portable basketball hoop. And the cool thing about it is that, you know, it has levels, right? So you can start at a certain level and and you can practice there. And then as you continue to get better, you can kind of, um, you know, bring the lever down and and the, the hoop would go up. And, you know, I was stubborn. I was like, I don't need any help. Like I'm gonna learn to shoot the ball. And so every day after school, 
I would just go home and, you know, dribble and shoot. And, and I was missing all the shots, right? And, and my dad would come out and tell me, and he's like, Beatrice, like, use the help that this thing has for you. Like, you just have to bring it down. It'll go to your level. And once you start practicing there, you're going to keep getting better and better. And I was like, no, like, I am going to learn to shoot. Well, when I was in games and missing all the shots, right, and being the person that was, you know, would have the ball, and I'm like, I got this, and, and I would picture, you know, the hoop in my home, and, and I would miss and miss, and my dad would just tell me, when are you going to use the help and practice so that you can actually go to the game and make the shots, right? So one day, he comes, and he's like, are you ready to receive the help that this thing has for you? I said, okay, Dad, I guess, you know, I don't really want to. I feel like I, I'm not good enough for this game. And he's like, just, just put it in practice. And so I'll never forget that day. We, we put the, the huge basketball hoop all the way to my level. And, of course, I was making all the shots, right? I'm like, dang, I got this, you know? And then as the time went by, I started to use the help. And, okay, now I can go a little bit higher. And then eventually it was like, wow, I'm now making the shots because I've been practicing. And as I started to think of this season in my life, because it was literally a whole summer where this is all I did, I started to think about how we live our lives trying to do everything on our own, right? We want to do life on our own. We want to do marriage on our own, relationship on our own, and so many different things, friendships, finances, and we end up in a place that we never thought we would end up in. We pretend to know it all, right? It's like, I got this. I don't need help. I know what I'm doing, and before we know it, we realize that we actually do need help. And I pray and hope that you and I today would recognize that we actually need a lot of help in our life, right? If you're struggling with your health, in the workplace, with your friendships, maybe in your finances, or maybe you just don't have inner peace. You're always stressed. You're always anxious. Maybe what you need today is help. And I love that as Christians and Jesus followers, we have an incredible help in our lives. And we have access to help that is readily available to you and to me. And his name is the Holy Spirit. And today we're going to dive a little bit deep into the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives because whether you are uh, here for the first time or maybe you've been doing life as a Christian for many years, we can always grow in our knowledge and our understanding about the person of the Holy Spirit. And last week we talked um, about how Jesus came to this world and he said, it is better for me to leave because I have a helper. I have something better that I want to give you, that I want to leave with you. So Jesus dies on the cross for you and I. He saves us, but he leaves us his Holy Spirit. And the Bible makes it very clear that the Holy Spirit is the third person of the, the Godhead. So it's one God in three expressions. And when you hear this, it's like, what in the world are you talking about, Beatrice? One God, three expressions. And yes, 
And today, I really hope that I can kind of um, explain to you guys how this works. And, um, and I want to give you a basic example that is going to help illustrate this truth, okay? So here we have water. Say with me, water, or H2O. I got there. See, that was not part of my plan, okay? Um, but we have water, <laughs> and um, temperature determines how water will appear. So water is also known as H2O. So water will appear as liquid, as solid, or as gas, but it's still water. Okay, say with me, water, right? Its expression can change. Right, but it does, the, the actual iota is what is called, it does not change. And in the same way, we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, okay? So today, I'm going to illustrate this to you so hopefully you can get a better understanding of how God works in our lives because I feel like so many times we don't tap into the full access that we have in God our Father. We don't tap into uh, activating Him in our lives and, and a lot of times we're praying, God, can you change this? God, can you do something? God, I, I need you. And we're coming to church and we're doing the thing. And, and I know some of you that are part of the team, I, I know you. Sometimes you're like, God, I'm serving. I, I'm coming here and I'm setting up these chairs and I'm tearing down. And it's crazy here, God, but I'm still showing up. And things are not changing in my life. And today I would propose to you that maybe the reason why things aren't changing in your life, in your heart, it's because maybe you are not activating the Holy Spirit in your life. So I want to start with number one, God the Father, right? God the Father, we have this example here, liquid form. And God the Father's function to you and I is provider, God our Father is our provider. Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right? So He provided the heavens and the earth. He provided light. He provided the sky, dry lands and seas and plants and trees. He provided the sun and the moon and the stars and the creatures that live in the sea and the creatures that fly and animals that live on land and then finally he was like man I, I I need to provide some humans to this world and he made Adam and Eve and he made them in his image and and he did all of this in six days and then on the seventh day he said my work is finished I have provided everything that is needed I'm going to rest so he rested on the seventh day but God's primary function role in our lives is provider. He provides us with purpose in life. He planned you and I. Some of you may be here today and you may think, oh, I was an accident. I shouldn't have been here. This shouldn't have been my life. I don't know what I'm doing here. Maybe someone has told you that before. Oh, you're a surprise, haha, <laughs> you know. You weren't. God planned you. He appointed you. He gave you a purpose. He provided your family with you. 
You were what your family was missing. And so he said, let me bring them to this earth. And there he is, God provider. But then once he provided everything that you and I would need, Psalms 47, 8 says that God reigns over the nations and now God sits on his holy throne. So he's our heavenly father whose function is to provide. He provided and then when Adam and Eve sinned, he said, I need to do something. I need to make a way for my people to be saved. But since God is holy, he cannot come in contact with sin. Right, so God sitting on his throne saw that the earth needed something. And so what he did is, I can't go there, but I'm going to send my son, Jesus, okay? So God kind of like passes the baton to Jesus and he says, Jesus, you are going to go to the earth and you are going to make a way for my people to have relationship with me. You are going to save my people. So here comes Jesus, and Jesus, which is also God the Son, comes into this world, and his function in our lives is Savior. He saved us. He made a way for us to have relationship with our Heavenly Father by coming on the earth, and most of us have heard this story. He died on the cross for you and I. He did life with his disciples. He showed us a way of doing life. He was tempted. He, he faced trials like you and I. He came to this world to understand what our lives would be like so that when you pray, to him and you ask him for something, he not only is up in heaven just, oh, okay, but he actually sympathizes. So if you're going through brokenness, Jesus understands you because he himself went through brokenness. When you're faced with temptation, Jesus gets you because he was tempted as well. He has compassion over you. So Jesus came to this earth and he did miracles and signs and wonders and gave us a perspective and a perfect example of someone that we can follow. But then the time comes and he tells his disciples, hey, I've done my part. I've done my part. I am leaving so that someone better can come. And once he's at that cross, John 19, 30, Jesus said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And Jesus, our Savior, who finished his assignment on earth, is now seated in heaven. Luke twenty two sixty nine 69 says, but from now on, the Son of Man shall be seated at the right hand of the power of God. So Jesus is right there with his Father in heaven. So we have God, our provider, who passes the baton to Jesus, our Savior. And then Jesus dies for you and for me, and he saves us. And he says, okay, my function has been completed. I've done my part. Now I am leaving, and I have something so much better for you. And then comes 
God, the Holy Spirit. And his function is helper. He is everywhere, but he's still God. He understands us. He helps us. He penetrates in every area of our lives as we allow him to. He moves daily in our lives. He understands us. He has compassion towards you and I. He's moving on our behalf. His primary role in our lives is to comfort us, to bring peace to us, to understand us, to guide us, to lead us. And John 14, 16 says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. The helper is the spirit of truth. The people of the world cannot accept him because they don't see him or know him. But you know him. He lives with you, and he will be with you. I will not leave you all alone like orphans. I will come back to you. In a very short time, the people in the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. You will live because I live. And I love this because sometimes we can feel lonely. We can feel defeated. We can feel like, what am I going to do now? And God here is telling us, hey, I am leaving you with my spirit. So here he is, one God, three different functions in our lives. Provider, savior, helper. I don't know if you've ever been in a season of your life where you've needed some help. Or maybe you've had a nudge, right? It's like, don't go to that club tonight. It's not a good idea for you. And you think it's your conscience and you're like, well, I don't know, maybe. No, maybe it's the Holy Spirit that has been speaking to you. Or suddenly you feel like you have to apologize to that person that you haven't talked to in years and you're like, what in the world? That is the function of the Holy Spirit, right? Maybe you need to call somebody that you haven't talked to and you all of a sudden wake up one day and you're like, I need to do this. Or maybe you need guidance in your life. What business deal should I take? Should I leave this relationship or should I stay? God, I need to know what my will is for, what your will is for my life. I don't know if you've ever asked that. But the function of the Holy Spirit is to answer those questions in your life, is to answer all the questions that you have. But we rarely tap into the person of the Holy Spirit. We go to God the Father. And we ask him for stuff. And he's like, I've already provided everything that you need. And then we go to Jesus. And we're like, Jesus, I need you. And Jesus was like, is like, I've already saved you. You're saved. And we forget about the most crucial person of God in our lives, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a person. He has a mind. He has a will. He has emotions such as love and joy. The Holy Spirit comforts. He speaks. He teaches. He can be made to feel sorrow. Did you know that you and I can grieve? Can make the Holy Spirit grieve? 
when we're living a certain way that we are not to, when we're doing things that are not honorable, we grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can be resisted. He can be lied to. He is a person. But he is the person that God gave you and I so that in those moments when we feel lonely, those moments that we don't know if it's right or left, those moments that you're having trouble in your marriage, those moments that you don't know what to do with your kids, and those moments that you are desperately seeking for answers, usually what we do as humans, right? We go to what we know. We, we try to look for answers in our own strength. We do what we know to do. But today, I want to enlighten you that you no longer have to do things on your own, in your own strength, that you can stop and say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? Holy Spirit, should I date this person? Holy Spirit, do I need to respond to that DM that I know is going to take me to a place that I do not want to end up in? Holy Spirit, this business deal is here. It seems amazing. It's an opportunity. But Holy Spirit, do you want me to take it? And did you know that he will answer you? That he will speak to you? That he will clarify? That is his role. His role is to comfort you, to guide you, to lead you, to show you, to do life with you. And a lot of us, we don't invite the person of the Holy Spirit into our lives. But the moment that we start inviting the person of the Holy Spirit into our life and just saying, Holy Spirit, I need you. He's going to come right to your rescue. He's there. He's waiting for you to ask him. And I love that we're doing this series because I personally, growing up in church, never truly had an understanding about how the Trinity worked. It was always something like, what? You know, three and one, what in the world? And I love that we're bringing clarity because we want you, our prayer is that you would step into the life that God wants you to have. But in order for you to step into the fullness of what he has for you, you need to experience the fullness of who he is in your life. And sometimes we go to God, and this is going to mess with our theology a little bit, but open up your heart. We go to God, and we're like, God, help me. He's like, I already did. Jesus, help me. He's like, I already did it. I saved you. And then they all look at the Holy Spirit. He's like, hey, can you go help them out? They need you. You know, going back to basketball and me loving this game, there was a specific game that I'll never forget about. And I was super nervous coming into it. It was one of those games that if we won, we would go to the finals. And I always had something with my, I'm, I'm a right-handed person, and I always had something with my left arm. I just couldn't dribble, right, with my left. I was super weak, horrible. Those who play basketball will understand me. So all my plays that I would run, it was to the right side. So everybody already knew, oh, she's going to the right, like go and, you know, grab the ball. And if I was going to shoot, it was going to be from the right side. If I was going to call a play, it was going to go there. If I was doing defense, it was going to always be to the right. 
And there was this one game, and my coach was on the sideline, and she was screaming at me, but I, I kind of had her blocked off because I'm like, she's going to tell me to run a play on the left side, and I can't. I'm too weak. And we were losing this game, and she was yelling at me. And at one point, she got up, and she's like, don't you hear me? And my dad saw her, right? My dad got super offended. He's like, don't be yelling at my girl like that, you know? And now, like, they're going at it, and I'm, like, trying to block them, you know? And eventually, she calls a timeout, and she pulls me to the side, and she says, Beatrice, I know your weaknesses. I'm your coach. I know the game. I've played it, and that's why I am in this position. I know what you can do. I know what you are capable of. Trust the play that I am telling you to run. And she was like, if you and I are in sync, this game is going to turn around and we are going to win. But you have to listen to me because I am the coach. And I said, okay. Becky was her name. I was like, okay, Becky. And I told her, I don't think I can do it. She's like, just trust me. I know you can. And so there I was listening. She would call a play. Okay, I'm going to do it. She would tell me to shoot. I would shoot. She would tell me to stop. I would stop. And all of a sudden, as I began to listen to the direction of my coach who knew me, who had coached me for years, who loved me, who wanted the best for me, as I started to listen to her, the game started to shift. And all of a sudden, we were ahead And all of a sudden, my confidence grew. Okay, I I got this. Like, left hand, come on, come at me, you know. And it was amazing because we ended up winning this game. But a lot of us, we're doing life not listening to our coach, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, go there. Don't go there. Trust me. Let me comfort you. Let me guide you. You're having trouble with your kids. Let me help you. I know them. I know you. You're having trouble in your finances. Let me help you. I'm going to open a way for you. You're having trouble in your marriage. Come to me. I I know your spouse, so I can tell you what he needs. You're having trouble in school. The Holy Spirit is like, hey, you need help remembering that, that answer to that test. You're like, yeah. He can call on the Holy Spirit when you're taking the test, students, and he will help you out. If you didn't study, that's not my fault, but he'll come through for you. (laughs) But he wants to help us, and he wants to guide us, and he wants to teach us. But so rarely do we tap into the power that he has in our lives. And you know, yesterday, I was having this moment with God, and I was praying, and there's something that I've been praying about for so long. And I'm like, when am I going to see this happen? God, I'm serving you. I'm living my life for you. Like I was telling God, like I'm being obedient to you. Like I'm, I'm doing it all. Like counseling, I'm there, God. Talking with my pastors, I'm there, God. Like healing, I'm there, God. Like I was just like, I'm giving everything. Like when are you going to reply? And I was in, in, in this little office we have at the house and I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, look at that journal. And I pulled the journal out. And the first words that, like, on the first page of that journal was, be patient. I was like, okay, I get you. (laughs) But at least I know you're listening to me. That wasn't a coincidence. 
that was the power of the Holy Spirit at work in my life and in that moment. And a lot of us today, God wants you to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit because as you do, your life is gonna shift. You're gonna do things that you never thought you could do. Some of you need strength. He wants to give it to you. All you have to do is ask. Some of you, you're wondering what your next step and maybe he's on the sideline telling you, do this, do that, forgive, be patient, be loving. Just give her a hug. Just tell him you love her. Just text them. Just forgive. And we're stubborn in our ways. But today, can you and I be challenged and open to allow the Holy Spirit to be active in our lives? You know, I was reading a beautiful story about Jesus coming to this well. Jesus was tired. He had given everything. He stops here. He was resting. And all of a sudden, a woman of the town came to get some water from that well. And he asked her for a drink. And she was so surprised that he was even talking to her because Jews did not associate with Samaritans, right? It's like a Dallas Cowboy fan and a Raiders fan. You just don't, you know, it does not go. And he was like, what? Like, she was like, you're asking me for water? And then in John 4.10, Jesus answered her. And he said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked me or him, and he would have given you the living water. And then in verse 11, the woman says, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? In verse 13, Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks from this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I will give them, they will never thirst again. Indeed, the water I give will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And here, this living water that Jesus was talking about was the Holy Spirit. He said, you're thirsty? Let me give you something that will quench your thirst for the rest of your life. Are you thirsty for success? Are you thirsty for relationship? Are you thirsty for more money? I just need more. Are you thirsty for all the things that everybody has, but for some reason you cannot have in this season? Are you thirsty for peace? You just long to have one night that you can just rest and not have to worry about where your kids are, what they're doing, if they're messing up again. Are you thirsty for love? 
Maybe you didn't have that father that was there present for you or that mother that encouraged you and loved on you. And maybe when you think about your fifth birthday party, you think, man, where was mom? Where was dad? Why weren't they there? Are you thirsty for joy? Are you thirsty for direction in your life? What are you thirsty for today? Can I just encourage you that the Holy Spirit wants to quench your thirst once and for all. And in the moment that that sadness comes back up, in the moment that that pain comes back up, in the moment of what should I do with my business come back, comes back up, in the moment of God, this deal seems really good and I just don't want to be patient, I need to go for it, you feel something telling you to wait. In those moments, can I encourage you that that is the Holy Spirit speaking and active in your life. And in the morning when you wake up, you can say, Holy Spirit, here I am. When you get that phone call and it's somebody that you love going through something, you can say, Holy Spirit, can you help them out? When you look at that bank account and it's not what you want it to be, you can invite the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, can you show me what I need to do? You and I have an incredible God who is provider, who is savior, and who is comforter. And today, he wants to comfort you. He wants to come alive on the inside of you and I. Can we stand? as we close. You close your eyes. Holy Spirit, radically expand our understanding of who you are. Help us to see your personality and role as our helper like never before. Help us to never again limit your presence, your power, or your voice in our life. We pray this for ourselves. We pray this for our families. We pray this for Somos Church, God. We pray that we would be a church, a community that seeks you, Holy Spirit, that is open to you being active and alive in our lives. And today, the Holy Spirit wants to fill you up with everything that you need. And sometimes, all you have to do is say, Holy Spirit, I invite you in. And today, we're gonna do that. And we're gonna allow Him to speak to our hearts. You might have somebody in your mind, situation, something might pop up, a memory. That's the Holy Spirit wanting to heal, wanting to comfort, wanting to restore. So let's have a moment right there where you're at. Can you just say, Holy Spirit, I invite you. 
Sunday morning, especially on Mother's Day. And you're here and you're listening about this God. You're realizing that you've tried to do things in your own strength. And you realize that that has gotten you nowhere. And you're ready to invite Jesus, your Savior. He saved you. You want to invite Him in your heart. The Bible says that when we invite Jesus in our heart, He becomes the Lord and the Savior of our life. And as we invite Him, now we have access to the Holy Spirit. And so if that's you today, you want to accept Him. You're tired of being the Lord over your own life. You realize you can't save yourself. You're just too crazy, too messy. Today, can I invite you? to invite Jesus in your heart and nobody's looking around. But if this is you and you know that you are ready for Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life, nobody's looking. This is the time between you and God. Right where you're at, can you just lift your hand? Lord, you see every hand in this place. You see every hand in this room. Can we all Repeat this prayer together. Jesus, we ask you to come into our life to be our Lord and our Savior. We're tired of doing things in our own strength. We invite you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
And everybody, can you just lift your hands in this moment? Father God, you see every hand in this room. I pray for peace. I pray for healing. I pray for restoration. I pray for joy to come alive. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would be active in us. Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives, in our hearts, in our marriages, in our relationships, in every area of our lives. We invite you in. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, can we give it up for Jesus today? Awesome. We love you all so much. So now we're down to the fun part, all the mamas. If you're a mom or a mom figure, can you please allow us to pamper you as well today? So I'm going to ask you to, moms, you can make your way to the lobby in just a second. Grab a gift. We're going to give you a gift. Grab a pastry. Please take a picture. Let this be a day that you celebrate with your loved ones. And if you're here by yourself, I will take a picture with you. Just come and get me. <laughs> um, but we love you all so much. Happy Mother's Day. We'll see you next Sunday. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.